When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we are live. Welcome, everyone. So glad to see that you are here. See, Amina is here. She dropped a super chat. We'll be talking about that in just a minute. And Elena is here. Jake from South Korea. Miho is here. It's so late in that part of the world. Mega is here from India. And I know you are all staying up late. So I hope you learn lots. I hope I can teach a lot. And yeah, I, I love this part of the chat. See so many familiar faces, not not actual faces, maybe. Well, I do see Anya's face on her little profile picture, but so nice to see names and sometimes faces. So welcome, everyone. There was a little uh, little BTS action going on in there. I, I don't I don't know much about BTS, but I've heard they're really good. But maybe uh, Jake doesn't think so. Rod is here from Brazil. Welcome, sir. He will be moderating the chat, making sure everything is going well. He also has a YouTube channel where he teaches English. Rudy, Dominican Republic. Welcome, my friend. How are you? Welcome. Yuska. Hope everyone's doing well. So today, the topic... Uh, that we'll be learning about is mental health. I have some slides prepared and some terms that we use when talking about mental health. But right before the chat started, man, Amina, she dropped a super chat and I had to change everything at the beginning. I know we're talking about mental health, but she did ask a question and that super chat, I have to stop everything. And I prepared a little video to talk about her question. So what I would like to do is play that right now. So the idea was that we were going to talk about mental health today. And that's all we were going to talk about. But Amina was super nice and threw me a super sticker and she had a question. So guess what? When you throw a super sticker, come on. I got to switch things up a little bit and answer this question right off the bat, right off the start, right at the beginning, right off the bat. Question is a, is a great one. How do we use relatively in a sentence? So I would say, let's talk about relative first. And that means compared to something else, which probably doesn't help. Let's take something like cold. And I'm sorry to hear that uh, you are going back into lockdown, Amina. But let's take something like cold. Where Amina lives in Canada, it's a little further north than where I live. So maybe to her, cold, let's say 20 degrees is cold to her. But to me, because I live a little further south, it's really cold. So she might say, yeah, it's, it's relatively cold right now means compared to something else. 
So let's say it's 20 degrees in January. Like that's relatively cold uh, compared to 20 degrees in December. It wouldn't feel as cold. How about this? Tall. Right now, and I don't think it's going to change, I'm 5'10". That's how we say height in the United States. I'm five foot, 10 inches tall. Like that's relatively tall compared to a baby. So when we say relative or relatively, we're comparing it to something else. So I'm relatively tall compared to a baby. But if you take Shaquille O'Neal, that dude is huge. I'm relatively short. So whenever you use relative or relatively, you have to compare it to something else. So one thing you should never do is compare your English to somebody else. But I would like to think my English is relatively good compared to somebody who is just learning English, seeing I've been learning English for like 45 years, but I've also been learning Italian. So my Italian is relatively bad compared to a native Italian speaker, but my Italian is relatively good compared to someone who is just starting out. Amina, if you have any questions, let me know. Thank you so much for the super chat. It really goes a long way. Every bit of money I've made so far with the channel goes back into the channel to try to help you learn English a little bit better. This microphone, I hope, makes me sound a little better. So while you're learning English with me, it makes you feel like, ah, I could listen to that guy's voice a little bit longer. Thanks so much. All right, we're back. I hope that answered your question, Amina. Again, thank you for the super chat. If you have any questions about that, let me know. And I hope my internet is working okay. Sometimes I get messages like, eh, not doing so well. So yeah, today's topic, we're going to uh, discuss mental health. And the reason I wanted to discuss mental health today is because I see so many of my students and so many people that I talk to, I think they're struggling with what we call mental health because, as Amina said earlier, she's going back into lockdown. I know a lot of people around the world have been in lockdown, out of lockdown. You have to go back into lockdown. That can really mess with your head. We might say that, mess with your head. And so when we talk about mental health, we mean your well-being. How are you feeling mentally in your mind? So let's talk about the difference between mental, hang on, mental and physical. So when we say something like mental, think of mind. So we are talking about the mind. And when you say mental health, it, it could be good or it could be bad. But that is a topic that a lot of Americans are now conscious of, we are aware of that there probably are a lot of people that we know that are struggling with mental health. Another thing that's like different from mental health is physical health. So you can have two different kinds of health. Mental would be with the mind, but then physical would be your body. So you might be mentally healthy. 
You might be mentally strong. You might be mentally tough. Hopefully you can see that, okay, this lockdown is temporary. One day, hopefully soon, we will be out of lockdown and we can go back to our normal lives. But physically, physical health is different. Maybe because of lockdown, you are unable to get that physical exercise in. Maybe you can no longer go to the gym. Thankfully, we can. I need a cough. Hang on. Got the cough button. Luckily, in my town, the gyms are open. So a lot of times your physical health is tied to your mental health. If you can get outside, get some fresh air, that will help you physically. Your body will feel better. But also at the same time, you might feel mentally stronger. You might feel better mentally. So I hope that's a, a different uh, a different way to look at health. Two different ways we look at it in English. Mental health, physical health. Yeah, good. All right. Rod is saying that things are sounding okay. That's good. Perfect. Thank you. Hey, let's say hi to Scott. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for stopping by. What's that? Oh, hey, Ario. Ario. Hey, Ario is a new subscriber to the channel, but uh, uh, I've really been enjoying uh, seeing your comments and answering your questions. Yeah, I actually do have a form. It is in the description box. And I will look at those questions from time to time. If I see a question in the chat, I will definitely answer that. It's just hard to see it uh, sometimes, but there is a form in the description box. And I do ask you like your name and what country you're from. If anybody would love to uh, say what country they're from, I would love to know. I know some countries that you're from, but not all. So if I could, uh, if I could see that in the, the chat, that would be awesome. Put that down there too. So I think this is going to be some advanced vocabulary. Some of this stuff is, is pretty tough. So the next thing I want to talk about is the difference between physical and a physical. So that's our next slide. It's a physical. So physical so far, I've been using that as an adjective to describe something. So your physical health, your physical well-being. Well, you could actually have a physical and we often do. So I have a sentence in which I use physical as a noun, as something you might um, have. So next week, I need to go for my yearly physical or checkup. Sometimes you'll hear that as well. Physical and checkup can be the same. Uh, physical. It means you go usually once a year, depending on your age. If you're a little older or if you have a history of something like cancer, you might have to go more often. But most people in the United States, we go once a year. The doctor will look us over 
and give us a clean bill of health. Let me write that. That could be a little difficult. A And I can only type with one hand here because the microphone. Clean bill of health. So if you are completely healthy, the doctor may give you a clean bill of health saying, oh, you're fine. I'll see you in one year. Let me know if you have any more problems. So you would go to a doctor for a physical, but you might go to a therapist for your mental health. So if your body is not working physically, you might go to the doctor. If mentally you feel like you need some help, you might go to a therapist. That's the noun. And we'll talk about a different way that we use therapist a little later, and that is therapy. Therapy. So you can go for a physical once a year. I am not a doctor, but I encourage you to go see a doctor once a year. Hey, the Dominican Republic. Rudy, there's a a couple from the Dominican Republic. Rudy was here earlier. Yes, and Amina, originally from Somalia, now living in Canada. Oh, did Aroni come into the chat? Hey, Siwu's here. Hey, welcome. Ah, Mania, good to know. Germany, what? Scott, you're from China? Very nice. Maybe you're using a VPN? Well, welcome. Welcome, everyone, from wherever you are. Hey, I also want to give a shout-out to anyone celebrating Easter this weekend. I know that is a big holiday for some people. In in about nine days, I believe we have Ramadan starting. So anyone celebrating Easter today, tomorrow, this weekend, hope you have a great one. If you're celebrating Ramadan in nine days or so, eat up. Eat up. Get that food in there. Real quick story. I lived uh, for one summer in Alabama. I went, I went back and during the month of Ramadan and across the street from where I lived was a mosque. And so every night there was a big party. People were eating up while the sun was down. All right. The next one. Yeah. I would love to go to the Dominican Republic. Yes. Okay. Welcome. Welcome in China. Need a VPN. Welcome. Hope you're doing well. So the next one I would like to talk about here is chronic, chronic, and that means happening all the time, happening all the time. And I do have an example sentence for this. I have chronic pain. That's not true. Thankfully, chronic, it means it happens often. You can't get rid of it. So you will often hear chronic pain. Maybe they will put a body part with that. I have chronic back pain. So no matter what you do, it really doesn't get any better. It's just, it's always there, chronic. And I worry that people are struggling right now with uh, chronic mental health issues because of the frequent lockdowns and just our lives are are not once they, they are not what they once were, unfortunately. 
chronic. The next one, it's not what I want. This is what I want. Overworked. Overworked. Hey, in the chat, anybody feel overworked right now? I was talking with a few channel members. Anya is here and Sita. Uh, we were just talking about how busy we've been. And one term that you can use is I'm overworked. So sometimes we will put over in front of a verb and that means like too much. So right now I'm feeling overworked. There you go, Jake. And that's a good idea to write down somewhere. Maybe you're taking notes. Maybe you'll watch this later. But if you've never heard of that term overworked, you might be feeling it right now. So even though you can't go out, you're in lockdown, you might still have to work. And there was a time when I was teaching from home five days a week last spring, like this time last year, this time last year, I was teaching from home five days a week. And I really like having home to be home, work to be work. And I felt more overworked that I actually wasn't going into work. It felt like I had more stress working from home or in Italy, they say smart working, I think, right? Arroni. Yeah. And Arroni is also moderating the chat. He has a YouTube channel where you can learn Italian if you would like. But I agree with what Arroni says. Uh, lots of people are becoming depressed during this pandemic. And I do not have depressed as one of the words. But if you don't know that word, a way to describe your mental health being in trouble is depressed. And sometimes that depression lasts for a little while and you can pull yourself out of it. Sometimes you need to seek help and find a therapist. Ah, very nice. An order from Germany. Very nice. I love I love getting uh, packages from other countries. Rod, Aroni, I have received packages from them. Luke, thank you. Elena, um, Adriana. Yeah, it's always nice to get something in the mail from another country. Yeah, eight. If, <coughs> excuse me. If anybody knows about mental health issues, it is Anya. She is a social worker. If you want to know more about Anya, Rod has a interview with her on his channel. A, you know, and Ario, that is true, right? At first, I really liked being home because I could, you know, watch maybe extra movies, watch YouTube, learn a little Italian. But what I have found is I really need to get out of the house or my mental health suffers just getting out and having a different environment like school. It's a really nice release, a nice release. I don't feel as overworked when I get out of the house a little. 
yeah, just drop a question in there if you have one. I definitely won't miss it. The next one I hope is new for you so I can teach you a little something, but I also hope that you don't have this. And that would be a panic attack. A panic attack. Just making sure I don't have a slide to go along with this, and I do not. So a panic attack. I have never had one. Um, I think I I talked about this on uh, Instagram Live earlier this week, letting people know I would talk about this today. If you've ever had a panic attack, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And this is when it can feel like the walls are closing in on you. We will say that in English. The walls are closing in on you. Or it feels like you have a a big stone on your chest and you can't breathe. And these can happen for no reason at all. But it probably does mean that your mental health is suffering if you have a panic attack. And these can happen anywhere at any time. And it feels like your your world is literally closing in on you. Thankfully, I have never had a panic attack, but I have had friends who have had panic attacks, and that's how they describe it. And sometimes they do know why these happen. It could be stress. It could be because they are overworked. But other times, there is no reason. They're not exactly sure but it probably is related to stress somehow. Just remember, I am not a doctor. I am not a therapist. So don't take anything I say as actual medical advice. Give a little shout out there to Daniel. Welcome, my friend. Welcome. The next slide I have is not panic attack because we just went over that but cooped up cooped up and i wanted to use this phrasal verb because i don't think it's widely known to people who are studying english so i want to explain what cooped up is you can see in that picture we got some chickens right and they live in a coop. So this thing right here is a coop. But when humans say that we are feeling cooped up, it means we need to get out of the house. You can feel cooped up if you've been in lockdown for too long, cooped up. And this can lead to depression. This can lead to your mental health being not what you want. Oh, Somalia, welcome, welcome, Durya. Um, One thing I have mentioned on this live stream before, not this one, but in a live stream, uh, about 18% of the people who live in my city are originally from Somalia. So we do have uh, some Somali restaurants in my downtown. So what is mental health? Mental health 
Yeah, it just means that it could be good. It could be bad. It's just how your mind is feeling. So somebody might ask you, your therapist, if you have one, or a doctor, how's your mental health been lately? You might say, That's, it's been pretty good. Or I haven't been doing so well because I feel cooped up. So it's how your, your mind is working. Are you in a good place? Oh, I do want to mention that. We will often say that I made, I made a little, this is right here, right? A lot of people are not in a good place mentally right now. That's how we will talk about our mental health sometimes. I'm not in a good place. It means I'm overworked. I'm stressed. I'm feeling cooped up because I'm in lockdown cooped up. We use that all the time. I use that a lot during the months of February and March because where I live, we do have long winters and I am often feeling cooped up during February and March. April, it gets a little bit better. gets a little bit better. Yeah, I appreciate it. Hey, um, Daniel, thank you so much. Yeah, the numbers are uh, doing well. Lots of comments, lots of subscribers. I, I can't thank you all enough for all the support that I'm feeling on this end. And if you haven't subscribed, you might want to. If you haven't clicked that little bell for notifications, you might want to. If you're watching this on replay because you never got the notification, hit that little bell and you'll never miss a live stream. If you noticed today, Mega did, I went live at 1040. I went at 40 minutes past the hour because if I go at 11 or 1030, a lot of other YouTube channels might be sending you notifications. So I'm going to start going a little after the hour, a little before just so that uh, more people are able to watch live if they would like to. Yeah, I totally agree. Japan, great country. One I would love to visit. You, Mig. Are you, did you see these slides before? How, like cabin fever. Funny you say that because the next slide is cabin fever. Yeah, that is very much like cooped up. So we will say, very nice, you make. So we will say cabin fever when we are feeling cooped up. So often that will happen during, it could be January, but that right there is a cabin. And I'm not sure why we call it cabin fever, but if you do know fever, that's usually a bad thing. It means your body is heating up. Well, it's actually a good thing because it's killing whatever your body is trying to fight, hopefully. But cabin fever means it's winter, usually, or you're in lockdown and you feel like you need to get out. Sometimes we say cooped up. Sometimes we say cabin fever. But both of those terms 
are often used at the end of spring in the United States. Oh my goodness. Ivana, she's been teach. She's a, a Polish teacher in Poland. Ivana is, and she has been teaching from home that whole time that I don't know how you do it. I'm not so sure I could do that without feeling cooped up without feeling like I have cabin fever without going stir crazy. I didn't write this one down, but it's another way to say cooped up. It's another way to say cabin fever, stir crazy. Because you've been cooped up for so long, you're going stir crazy. You just want to get out of the house. Get me out somehow. It's you think so? Is it a creepy cabin? I don't I wouldn't I wouldn't mind uh spending the night there, you know, have a little wood fire going. I would I would there. Man, Amina makes me so happy to hear that that I'm not sure if she's using that as an example or if she really means it, but I hope she does mean it. And you what? And you what? Whoo. Big term here, big term here, but let's talk about it. Claustrophobia. So oftentimes when you're cooped up, you might feel like you have claustrophobia. If you remember, I have done some lessons with phobia. That means fear, phobia, but claustrophobia. It is the fear of small spaces. So if you have to be in a crowded elevator and that makes you not in a good place if that really stresses your mental health being in a crowded elevator you might have claustrophobia you might be claustrophobic so claustrophobia is the noun claustrophobic is the adjective we would use to describe someone who has claustrophobia i don't know Aroni. I, I would like to be in a cabin kind of right now. Take my family, head off into the cabin. Looks nice. But, but when the sun goes down, I might get a little scared. I might get a little scared. I'm not sure. The next, Let's just take a quick look. Is there, there are no responses. There are no responses to the, uh, there are some questions in the chat, which I think I can handle. But if you want to leave a question in the form, that will definitely get answered. The next one is lack of sun. The lack of sun, that can also put a strain on your mental health. If you don't get the sun on your body, you don't get those vitamins that the sun provides, that can really stress you out. That can make your mental health be compromised. That can put a toll on your mental health without a lot of sun. So if you don't get a lot of something, you can say, I have a lack of. Right now, I'm I feel like I'm lacking water, so I'm going to take a drink. But today, 
It's beautiful out. It's very sunny. So I don't have to worry about a lack of sun. But if you are feeling cooped up and you're inside and you're going stir crazy and you don't see the sun, that can really mess with your mental health. And I know, uh, there you go, Jake. And I know that um, Luke and I, Luke's from Poland. He's a doctor. And he also likes sun just as much as I do. And he also feels that it's good for the body to get that sun. Now, not too much sun because you don't want to get a, a sunburn, which might lead to worse things. But what's that? Uh, Luciano, I wouldn't say that strapped for you might say strapped for sun but we would say i'm gonna change it up a little bit to that veto i couldn't agree more sun and exercise are essential for health yeah i love the sun i love the beach love the water so you know what the most common thing to say when you are lacking something, when you use strapped of, you would say strapped for cash. Maybe a little bit of slang there, but about the only thing I can think of when we use strapped for, but that's, that's something you could say strapped for cash. It's another way to say you need some money strapped for cash. I think um, Patty Candles from France, she says it's very sunny here too today, but much colder than previous days. Same here, 27 degrees Fahrenheit when I woke up this morning. It was cold, but the day before, I think it was like almost 60 degrees Fahrenheit. There you go, Luke. I was hoping you were still here. Mega. Uh, yeah, we would we wouldn't say that um, a lack of sunlight. I suppose you could, but you know, in English, like most languages, we like to drop those syllables. We like to drop those little parts of the word. So yeah, I think you would see lack of sun for the most part. Lack of sun. What's next? Oh, this is a big one. You'll hear this quite a bit. PTSD, PTSD, that stands for post-traumatic stress syndrome, post-traumatic stress syndrome. And this will happen. You can see this person here. I'll get rid of this for a second. Um, They have a black eye. That's what we would call that a black eye, even though it looks probably more red, but we would say that's a black eye and that's a tear. So I can only imagine that this person has been in a fight or maybe they have been abused. When we talk about post-traumatic stress syndrome, think of this. Pre means before. And I love Let's see, I probably can't find this, but I love what Patty 
just said. Ah, uh, so she said previous days. So that means before the days before today, the previous days. And we have pre meaning before, but we have post meaning after. So post after, if something is traumatic, it can really give your mental health a lot of stress. It comes from trauma. So if someone is abused, unfortunately, they might have some stress after this has happened. So post-traumatic stress syndrome. I probably should have brought Anya on here as a guest because she deals with post-traumatic stress syndrome all of the time, I have a feeling. In fact, she's told me. And Anya just happened to leave a comment. So thank you, Anya. Uh, PTS, uh, PTSD is so bad. It also bad after decades. So I'm actually going to talk about centuries, I think, in a minute. Or, no, that was the other lesson I did. But decades is 10 years, 10 years. Around 30% of all the women that she works with has that. So super sad. And of course, when we're talking about mental health, I mean, anyone who is suffering from PTSD, they're, they're not going to be in a good place and they might have to see a therapist. Um, terribly, terribly um, sad. What is, I don't know what that, I see black pink. I see a few people have been talking about black pink in the chat. I don't know what that is. I don't think I want to know, do I? Yeah, we will often talk about this with the military. <coughs> Excuse me. Got the cough button. Hang on. That came up quick. Yeah, if somebody is in the military, you can imagine that they see things that most of us thankfully never have to see. So they may come back from war. They may come back from combat with symptoms of PTSD, post-traumatic stress syndrome. Yeah, Aroni. Aroni could have been a good guest here. Uh, yeah, veterans. So a veteran is someone who was in the military. Now they are no longer. Um, we also will talk about veteran teachers. Anybody who has been at their job for a while, we might also call a veteran. So we have uh, rookie teachers. Those are brand new teachers. And we have veteran teachers. Those are teachers who have been around for a while. Oh, man, Lucian, Lucian I'm not actually talking about that right now forlorn it it does mean sadness forlorn so with mental health um if someone is feeling forlorn um it's like sadness and um with lacking something so they're missing something so i hope that helps for a real a real quick one there what's that hamoud oh don't oh, oh never mind okay never mind sorry hamoud i think you said don't welcome don't welcome him just keep talking. Well, Hamoud, Hamoud has been around the channel for a long time. So I would like to welcome you. 
Welcome. Welcome. What, what is this? What is black pick? Do I need to look that up right now? I, I won't look it up during the live stream unless I can do it and, and keep talking, but I probably can't. I, I'm not that good. Black pick. Am I that good? I don't think I'm that good. I can maybe keep talking. And what is, is black pick a group? We're supposed to be talking about mental health. Why are we talking about black pick? Black pink. Black pink. Okay. Yeah. It looks like black pink. How you like that? How you like that? Is that, is that what we're talking about today? Black pink. Oh, what is this? What is the name of the day after you drank too much? Um, I don't know about that, but we sometimes say that you're having a hangover and that could really, all right, girl group. I'm all for that. Okay. Girl power, women, empowering women. I love it. Are they K-pop singers? I'll have to check it out. I'll have to check it out. So Blackpink. All right. That'll be my homework after this chat to check out black pink black pink i got him i got him pulled up here i got him right can you see that no you can't but i promise i have him i have him up there uh yeah we might say a hangover for the day after drinking and that can definitely be some temporary mental health problems but that's your own fault, isn't it? That's your own fault. Yasin, thank you. Uh, when people are suffering PTSD, that is, of course, not their own fault. That is not their own fault. Just a few more slides here, I think. Ah, most of you, I would think, would know what stress is. But I wanted to remind you of the suffix. We call it a suffix. Let me get rid of that. We call it a suffix when it comes at the end of a word. So to describe something that is giving you stress, you can say it's stressful. So maybe being in lockdown for so long has been stressful to you. And anything that is stressful could possibly, could potentially hurt your mental health. I'm just checking to see if I have any. I don't. Just wondering if I had any sentences to write up here about stressful. So anything that gives you stress can be described as stressful. Stress is the noun. Stressful is the adjective to describe that noun. Marco. Why, why, why did you do that? But I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're learning English. Hopefully, the perfect cure for a hangover is learning English. So, Marco, I'm sorry you're feeling that today, but I'm glad you're here. Glad you're here. How are you? I'm going to just say Miss Rue, if that's okay. I don't want to mispronounce your first name, but thank you so much for joining stressful stressful the next one is therapy so these last couple slides they're going to be a little more positive so you can fix 
I don't want to use fix. Let's say you can make your mental health a little better with therapy. Some things can never be fixed, but maybe you can learn how to cope. And that's a word we often use, cope. So it's not fixed. It's still there, but you are learning how to live with this mental health, these mental health problems. And it may come in the form of therapy. So you may go to a therapist to get therapy. Or if you look here, these are things that maybe you do at home. We call these essential oils. Big word there, essential oils. Maybe you have a a spa day, spa day. Some people love to spoil themselves with a spa day. And that is where you go. You might have a manicure. That's where they fix your hands, fix your nails. You might have a pedicure. That's where they fix your hands. Uh, Sorry, your, your nails on your feet. I have had a manicure and a pedicure one time with uh, Jamie, my wife. I need to go back. It was very relaxing. If anything in my life was stressful during that spa day, it went away. I felt a lot better. So sometimes you can um, do the therapy on your own or you can seek out a professional. Yeah. Great, great sentence there, Amina. Dealing with constant lockdowns have been very stressful, for sure. Constant. Um, before there was a, let's go back through here. There was another slide, chronic. And constant is another great word to use instead of chronic. So you can say, I have chronic back pain or I have constant back pain. Thank you, Amina. Hey, real quick, just as a thank you to members, what I would love to do is turn on members only chat for a minute because they have been uh, so helpful to the channel. They've been allowing me to buy microphones and lights to make it a little bit better. Anyone who has been watching the videos, you help as well because I do get a little money every time an ad plays, but the channel members have gone, you know, just a little bit, a little bit extra, a little bit extra. Siwoo, it's a great point. Meditation. That is something that you could do right at home. A lot of my friends have found success through meditation. They take a couple minutes a day, and try to be at peace with themselves, quiet, maybe some relaxing music in the background, and just try to find that uh, soft, soft light, not harsh light, soft music. Meditation is definitely uh, my brother loves fishing and he finds it very relaxing um i i don't i find it a little boring and i don't like 
baiting the hook? Uh, baiting the hook? Because um, I don't like touching the worm. I don't like touching that slimy thing, the worm. But if you find fishing to be helpful, keep doing it. Keep doing it. I believe we have, <laughs> hey, if you like fishing, keep fishing. But I, I kind of agree with Aroni. But I love being around sometimes people who are fishing because it's often in nature. And as long as the bugs aren't too bad, you know, as long as you're not getting bit by mosquitoes, it can be super relaxing. Just watching someone else cast when you have a pole, that's the verb we use, cast. Cast. A very common one, cast. Let's see, what's the next one here? I think there might be only one more. And yeah, I think one more. Yeah, this is the last one. So I wanted to talk a little bit about self-care as well. So this is something like Luke was talking about, like you do it yourself. We say self-care, like Siwu was saying, meditation. You don't need anyone else. You don't need a therapist to help you with your mental health. You can do it yourself, self-care. So meditation, fishing, and believe it or not, for me, it's learning Italian sometimes. I love disappearing into another language, trying to figure out how that language works. And I'm hoping for you that maybe some self-care that you can do is learning English. I hope you feel less stress when you're learning English. That's my, that's my dream there. Just check in the chat to see if there are any questions in the form. No. There are no questions in the form. Uh, a couple things that I would like to talk about this week on the channel. I do have another channel. It's called American Guy 2, American English Guy 2. And I've put up some lessons over there that just don't quite fit on the channel. This one. Uh, so I have a, a lesson about the 14th Amendment. It's very advanced. It's very advanced, but I go over a lot of American history. And I also went over some advanced vocabulary on that channel. Uh, this week, I want to do a little English learning with the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That should be up a little later this week. I've really been enjoying that show. I loved WandaVision. So I thought, let's do a lesson with uh, some Marvel characters. What's Daniel saying? You never know what Daniel's going to say. So I have to I have to worry about this here. What's an acronym? All right, so acronym, right? We're talking about opposite word. What's that acronym for people feeling awkward? Oh. Um, because two people are walking hand in hand. Um, oh, Anya. That's so nice. I have a little little something here. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. 
Anya, that's very nice of you. Very kind of you. I certainly appreciate that. That's awesome. So I think what Daniel is talking about is that it's almost like public display. I don't know. But I know that if someone is holding hands with another person or they start kissing, you might call that a public display of affection. Public display of affection. Or one thing, if if you're out with a couple friends and maybe you see another couple, they're like making out. They're like kissing in public and it's making you feel a little awkward. Is it PDA? Thank you, Arone. Thank you. Grazie mille. Right, PDA, public display of affection. But you could say, hey, get a room. If there's like way too much affection going on, get a room. You say that to that couple if they're making you feel a little awkward because of their PDA, public display of affection. I hope that helps, Daniel. Does that make sense? PDA? Is it? PDA? I hope that helps. hope that helps. Right. We will open it back up to other members just in case there are any last thoughts. I think that's going to be about it today. Um, I definitely will look up. Uh, what? They're just jealous? Adriana, no. I don't, I don't know. Hey, welcome, Adriana. I don't know. I don't want to see that, do I? I don't want I don't think I want to see that. It makes me uncomfortable. They go, hey, I got kids here. How far are they gonna go with this? Okay, get the hand holding going on. Now they're kissing. Well, that's enough. Get a room. Get a room. Get a room. Yeah, Joanne, I think I can. Joanne from Canada. Thank you so much for becoming a member. Hey Brent, could you pronounce preferable that's a tough one could you pronounce preferable and preferably oh dear oh dear yeah cringy 100 pda two uh, a little hand holding perfect a little peck on the cheek little a little kiss we might call a peck i'm good with that that's fine shows you love each other we want to see that on a little more than a peck on the cheek a peck on the lips maybe but not that much more come on so um let's do that again could you pronounce preferably and preferably we will definitely use those when you have two options and you want one more than the other so preferable seating preferable preferable easy for me to say preferable seating that might be at a concert maybe it's in the front row you would prefer to sit in the front row rather than the back row so preferably trying to think of a way to use that in a sentence but you didn't ask for that you just asked for the pronunciation but preferably ah why can't i use it in a sentence preferably I would, 
I would prefer the front row and not the back row, preferably. It's a, it's a word, I promise. I just can't use it right now off the top of my head, preferably. Let's see. What is that? I don't think that was for me, was it? Was it Yasin? Yasin. I remember Yasin. Yasin is from uh, Kurdistan, and we talked about this time last year. Oh, so maybe in Poland, it's because Luke is also Polish. Maybe in Poland, they don't mind the PDA. Maybe we are just not ready for the PDA in Brazil and Italy. Maybe we're doing it wrong. Maybe you should be kissing each other with tongue. I don't know, in public. Cringy, right? Erroni. Daniel, cringy, I think. Cringy. I don't know. Just my thoughts. I don't want to see that. All right. I hope you all uh, have had a, a nice little chat. If you're celebrating Easter this weekend, I hope you have an awesome weekend. I think we're out of here. Amina, thank you so much for the super chat. Anya, thank you so much for the super chat. It's awesome. Makes my day. We got to do a members chat soon members be on the lookout in your members tab let's do a members chat we uh haven't done one for a couple weeks we'll do another one next sunday i would love to go live maybe just uh some questions and answers check out that other channel i did a video earlier where i ran up and down stairs and tried to teach english and i proved to myself how out of shape i was physically I was not doing well for the next couple days. My legs hurt. They're feeling better now, but I definitely need to get in better shape. All right. Thank you all for joining. Adios, amigos. See you next week.